tell it's a little bit windy where I'll try and uh, shield myself from the wind as much as possible. Um, oh, lovely. We're here. We're ready to go. Thank you so much for being here. Also, content is here. Welcome back, content. How are you? Sorry, I was just sharing the room. I'm, I'm fine. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Um, we had a, a really good conversation. Uh, technically, it's earlier this week, <laughs> as this will be going out on uh, Sunday. Um, but yeah, we, we've been discussing uh, the activist leader over on Clubhouse, and uh, it's brought up quite a few different topics, different areas to cover, mainly covering the corporate sphere. Um, and this will be quite an interesting uh, conversation that we have with Anna and Ella, of course. Um, Ella Matheson, of course, we did uh, an episode with her last year, just before Carnival. And again, we're coming up just before Carnival once again, so uh, it's quite exciting. <laughs> quite exciting and uh, looking forward to hearing how you'll be uh, <laughs> holding the wine this year, <laughs> Ella. Um, Anna? And Ella, how are you, first of all? Let's check in. I'm doing amazing. <laughs> Glad to be here. Uh, good day, uh, good morning, good evening to all of you. I'm, I don't know if I'm audible, uh, curious. I just wanted to check it out. I'm getting the red bar. Just wanted to affirm that I'm audible. Yep, we can hear you. Thank you. I can anyway. Yes, I, I can hear you also. Hi. Hello, everyone. Ah, uh, Avi, good to see you. Uh, great to connect again. Curious content. Anna, my partner in love. <laughs> great to be here, guys. So, yeah, just to let you know, um, we are recording an episode for the podcast today. Um, so I've just switched off uh, hand raising because it's a, a typically a lock stage um, and we'll be here for about half hour, 45 minutes discussing, of course, the lifestyle canvas, creation of the lifestyle that you want. Um, content, any ideas? I just want to say one thing quickly. You're watching in black and white, the yellow ball is behind the green ball. So, uh, for those people who are watch, who are listening to our recording who don't know about Clubhouse, Clubhouse is a is a online sort of place where you can meet and talk with people all over the world. And if Clubhouse had an award, like a marathon award for the most input across the whole of the sector, one of our guests uh, today would win it by miles. She's on every room I go to. She's leading so many wonderful rooms. She is a, a, a pioneer and an, uh, an inventor all of her own. So I want to big up LA uh, just for that um, before we even start. So um, we're very honored to have two amazing creative women with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Big ups all around. As Curious mentioned, Carnival's coming up as well. So this is all good. Great vibe. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, and you are right, content. Ella is so uh, definitely present on the clubhouse, and she's an amazing supporter. She's an amazing content creator, especially with her meditation spaces, and also to talks about compassionate leadership and you know the bringing the peace, equality, inclusivity. This is something that she stands for, and I'm honestly glad that we are both together here with you. And of course, curious and content, you are bringing the value as well to the to the community, and you know this is something that also you know, needs to be noted. And I just wanted to say thank you uh, very much uh, for supporting us and uh, for supporting to have this podcast with you. Of course, it's always wonderful to spend time with you, Anna and Ella. It's um, a pleasure, a big, big pleasure. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to hearing more about how you've been creating and, and what you're up to in the world. Um, so let's talk about this partners in love how how did this partners in love collaboration come up between you should i start ella yes why not you you start darling go ahead actually uh i joined the clubhouse a little bit later uh, and then I joined a, a one club uh, that Ella and I was both, we were both moderators. And we started to exchange the batons and, you know, uh, sort of shifts <laughs> as lead modes. And we started to talk about Nikola Tesla because uh, for those that don't know me, uh, my name is Anna Hart and I'm swimming from Croatia, Europe, the land in which Nikola Tesla was born. So this was the intro. And we talked about the secrets of the universe, about his famous quote. And, you know, we started to connect more and more. As we started to connect, we unveiled so many, you know, uh, uh, so, so, so much alignment in every aspect of our life, the way how we value uh, the life, the way how we are having the... Uh, the, the high standards in every aspect and you know uh, definitely in regards uh, to Tesla and those secrets of the universe we are so aligned and her knowledge combined me with mine brings an amazing blend of value for the community as well uh, where she is powerful I'm pulling out where I'm powerful, she's pulling out. But, you know, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, collaboration. And, you know, we started, uh, uh, you know, uh, to connect uh, in Peace Lovers uh, House that Ella hosts and my original code house as well. And we talked about love. <laughs> and we talked about love, peace. And, you know, and it's just collaboration unveiled in so many different shapes and forms and one of those shapes and forms are Egypt journey journey to Egypt to bring the community to create community of innovative collaborators that can through Egypt as a sacred land land build up themselves and you know we're going to talk about that a little bit later on but it's just, just you know the, the, the collaboration went so smoothly it has an amazing flow and uh, and we both are 
streamlined uh, toward abundance and this is something that's sort of unveiled and uh, I would say that Nikola Tesla was sort of a cupid between Ella and myself and of course you know we haven't um, we haven't forgotten our linear mind so we made a due diligence whenever you are on any virtual space and when you meet someone you wanted to make your due diligence but we made it and you know and you know empowered our collaborations and um, so so you know so blessed and humbled with this collaboration with Ella honestly and back to you my partner in love Ella please add on Um, I'll try if I can. I think you've covered everything. It, it's, yeah, that amazing quote. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration by Nikola Tesla. And this has been a friendship that's developed over time into business. We curated a love summit last year, just ahead of International Peace Day as well. And as Anna said, we've been cornering the market here on Clubhouse on all things love. And I, I think what connected me even more deeply with Anna was the alignment and the affinity that we both have for these ideas that are really founded in ancient wisdom, that the ancients believed in these vibrating pulses of conscious energy that they have this emotional incandescence if you like this glow which I think reveals itself in the emotions of bliss so that we can live in a beautiful state and curious you said when did this start yes we connected on the physical level in terms of the moderating that we were both doing in really fantastic rooms however I think that it started long before that and it's in choosing our divine destiny if you like that the um, path was then created and illuminated for us it's often said that it's a divine consciousness and it's a recognition of the divine feminine coming into the physical from non-physical and of course many of you know that uh, my well a little bit of my story that I started Peace Lovers uh, essentially from my kitchen table uh, about six or seven years ago and with a number of questions I had in my mind particularly looking at what had happened in America with Eric Garner it was around Um, my birthday that he was murdered essentially and so I kept on asking myself what is what else is possible I'd started teaching meditation just a few years before that and yeah I think with a, a compassionate curiosity I wanted to see where we could take these ideas to really look at more inclusivity and I know sometimes conversations like that can be really uncomfortable but I'm part of a number of networking groups one in particular where meditation and mindfulness is at the heart of that so the conversations are of the heart and that is my commitment that we have these conversations that we can look towards a more beautiful world and 
And that is essentially the ethos that peace lovers are beautiful beings. We're all on this mystical, alchemical journey of exploration, meditating beautifully. So together we elevate the collective consciousness of humanity. And Clubhouse really accelerated that. And so we collaborate even more now in business and in our lives with underestimated leaders, impact entrepreneurs, impact investors, but above all else, where there's synergy. And this is something that Anna and I have in bucket loads because we do want to ensure that we are impacting, positively impacting lives. And I I do believe that we're living through this paradigm shift and we are peace lovers. So this is the call of our time to cultivate meaningful connections with the intelligence of the heart and what better place to do that when you're aligned with other peace lovers and particularly with Anna Hart who is an amazing love coach and uh, PR guru and I think together she, she mentioned our linear mind and I think that is very much the intelligence of the heart and really stepping into the zone of the unknown that Anna calls it I call it the quantum field (laughs) Um, and so together we're sort of co-creating and creating a a wonderful ribbon of experiences I'm learning more Croatian English (laughs) and uh, I think Anna's learning more English English so we do have some challenges uh, around the tech (laughs) the words that Anna uses may not translate to the words I understand and vice versa but it's a beautiful partnership and as I said we are weaving through the quantum field through the zone of the unknown and really sharing this experience with our respective communities on Clubhouse and outside of Clubhouse as well. I would say we are using a language of heart. <laughs> Definitely, this is something that is very much aligned between Ella and me and them. You know, and when we talk about whom to model and whom to collaborate with, I have this healthy authority, a construct, symbols that we use as the words, and Ella is... And, I'm so enjoying when I'm listening to her, when I'm enjoying her meditation and she shares the knowledge. And you know, that happens to me on so many levels. And when we talk about healthy authorities, you wanted to connect to people that are truly authentic in their field, that are experts. You know, and I'm so fond of meditation, but guided meditations, I'm very much sort of careful who guides me to that with Ella I can completely surrender and you know uh, surrendering is that yin or feminine aspect as we call it and it's very much needed and when you can completely surrender to another person as I'm doing with Ella in collaboration as well but also in meditation spaces that brings us such a value first of all to myself and I'm, I'm so grateful to you Mahalo to that definitely because complete surrendering that brings the flow and I know that Ella is doing that as well 
when I do my part of, <laughs> of job, so to speak, or, or ex- I would say even business expression or uh, expression of my being. So just wanted to, to, to mention that because healthy authorities, there are so many people that talk too much, but you know, when you, when you encounter that healthy authority, that authentic self, when a person speaks from their being, oh my God, this is, that is such a gold, that is diamond, that, you know, and you want to pick those diamonds and you wanted to connect with those people on a deeper, meaningful way. And, you know, we foster that, those spaces to truly support people to connect on a deeper, meaningful way, not just in a love spaces, meaning love relationship but also in business because that is essential that will bring to the light that paradigm shift that we do need and you know when talk about when we talk about abundance understanding that abundance truly means it's not just that it comes to you but that you also be aware how you express it and what do you consume outside the world is are those scarcity tactics or abundance tax tactics and being mindful in that process oh my god and i'm so i you know there is no word that i could express or you know um, or to to transcend the energy and the flow that goes between ella and myself and just wanted to add that and i'm you know deeply deeply touched back to back to your careers can can i just add um uh, before we go to curious that you know when we're speaking here of energy frequency and vibration yes um definitely we have that in bucket loads and i think what's happened as well with you curious over the past so 18 months i think we've known each other has been exactly the same thing there's been like this uh, ribbon of connection on you know a much deeper level and this is what I really appreciate about uh, being sort of the custodian of peace lovers that more and more are coming and hearing that call and we are gathering together content I've come to know you more recently um, because you're connected to Curious I think this is exactly what's happening there's like what, what is called a groundswell of energy, if you like, which really, in all intents and purposes, with everything that's going on in the world, um, it's quite easy to, you know, stay under the duvet, not even peep your eyes over. However, it's people like you and the podcast that you've been running that I just feel so honoured to be part of because the truth is we need each other. I, I speak a lot about Ubuntu, I won't do so now, however, but I, I do think we are all inextricably linked and we are here to elevate each other and to ensure that we, we do have a future that is positive, that is enlightening, definitely for the next 13 to 25 generations as the ancients have advised us. So I just wanted to add that before passing back to you but as, as you know you're my favorite curious anarchist so back to you darling 
thank you, Ella. Thank you. Um, it's it, <laughs> it always tickles me every time you introduce me. It's some of my favourite curious. I, I love that. Um, and just picking up on uh, some of the themes that you were speaking of, Anna. Um, you talked about diamonds, and you know we've been reading this book, The Activist Leader, where they've been talking about mining and the impact that it has on the environment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I wanted to kind of maybe reframe that within the context of this conversation how we mine the diamonds within each other how we encourage and, and empower each other um what is that uh, synergy like between you you mean between ella and myself yes and you know um you can talk about synergy and collaboration with a linear mind but I will use another angle you have that pulling energy pulling attraction to one another and that flows and you allow the energy flows and this is the synergy that we are talking about I could say you know in regards to the linear mind everything is highly highly professional uh, everything what we have done together so far the way how she spoke uh, Ella spoke about her having a dream about being called to Egypt and I said I was a tour guide I can support you from that just from that aspect that uh, you know the project unveiled in front of us it was a truly attraction of energies and that there is this force that is pulling <laughs> uh, Ella and myself toward one another that you cannot describe with words and you don't want to honestly you don't want to you need just to listen to that pulling thread and you know let yourself go create of course respecting the linear mind but all the time listening to the energy frequency and vibration because that makes a change that we want to have in in the world and also when you are in a business meeting you go in a business meeting mostly i used to <laughs> do that with linear mind okay we need to do this 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 but miracle happens diamonds unveil when you listen to the energy because you find out even more what is capable and what is not out of that pulling energy and that energy flow that we do have uh, between Ella and myself and of course curious I definitely count you in you know and these are the you know these are those diamonds that we need to you know be aware of know when to pick it and how to pick it and that creates the abundance I would say the collaboration between Ella and myself it's already in abundance zone all the rest we just need to pick it up nothing less nothing more and that is something that I've chosen oh my god decades ago I used to be in a corporate sector then I moved into the entrepreneurial waters so to speak but again I was 
very much an employee when I used to be an entrepreneur. And then I started to shift slowly. You know, okay, I wanted to work on a project that I'm resonating with. And I'm only doing that. Okay, I wanted to work with people that, you know, are healthy authorities that I like to listen to, that I like to learn from, that are, that are authentic. And also, I'm doing that. I made a firm and mindful decision how I want to streamline my life because in, when I'm going to be in my 80s, 90s, who knows, you know, I want that answer to the question, have I lived my life fully? Yes, I have. And business is very much important because you know you will not remember all the project but you're going to remember meaningful connection and i will definitely say oh my god that collaboration with ella oh my god the way how we combined with curious content here and you know all the people that are now in the audience you know this is something that is pulling me and this is something that gives me that juiciness of my life that i truly want to live live fully and you know, uh, when you do make this mindful choice and the decision, actions unveils by themselves. There is no motivation needed. I don't need to motivate myself to work on Egypt journey or to design the pro- uh, program that is truly amazing, truly amazing. I used to be tourist guide. The, you know, you don't want to visit Egypt on a regular tourist tour because it's a consuming mass a journey a trip it's definitely not aligned with the frequency energy and vibration that egypt holds and that is important egypt as a sacred land you know just to, to be able to to immerse yourself in those beauties um, we're going to go from cairo to alexandria luxor aswan cruising the river nile uh, a landing in Hurghada just to you know snorkel in the Red Sea and completely rest and all together everything is intertwined with almost daily workshops and you know you're going to be in every moment present and you know and every single day will be like a, a lifetime because this is something that is essence for me I wanted to live every day as if it's a lifetime experience, fully present, connected with the people that are, that I can truly connect on a deeper, meaningful way. And also plant the seed toward those people that are not there yet, because we cannot forget them. We cannot say, oh, let's connect just with like-minded people. We need to also plant the seeds because when you are healthy authority and you know when you are reaching the level of consciousness, you want to plant the seeds as well. You will empower the space, holding space uh, community, so to speak. And then with that holding hands of like-minded people, you are planting even more seeds to the people that are not seeing the light in the tunnel yet. And you wanted to have that. And that is each trip all about. It's beyond visiting pyramids. Of course, pyramids has that, that same alignment in the frequency, energy, and vibration, what we want to have. Because we build, we, we build up energetic pyramid around myself. 
energetic family because that energy frequency and vibration you want to explore within yourself and you wanted to have that journey that you will be levitating not walking back home but levitating through your life and you know having that sense of oh my god what a joyful juicy life or journey I had and we're going to have also meetups after the journey itself as well and of course before because we wanted to prepare you for that we wanted that you are already under the energy frequency and vibration of the pyramid and this is something and also the alignment on, on Egypt oh my god I, you know Ella will talk about that because that is more of her field about throat chakra in Egypt she's you know I'm respecting her knowledge because she's completely immersed in that. She's going to talk about that as well. And the alignment in the, in the calendar year as well, because we're going to be on, uh, from, uh, in Egypt from 7 to 21st. It's going to be 15 days. Enough. Sorry, guys, I had a call. Uh, so enough 15 days to create powerful neural synapses in your mind to make this happen to you and of course having October as a month it's a month to prepare for next year as well and uh, Ella please add to that as well thanks I, I just wondered curious did you, you want to respond to anything that Anna said so far I'm just letting that percolate it's it's always a pleasure to hear Anna speak and even within all of our communications within all of our interactions it's it's always a a deep sense of feltness um if that makes sense there's real emotional connection within even some of the the, the lightest or most minor kind of conversations brief exchanges that we have um but yeah i'm just letting that percolate thank you um come in ella please you're on mute by the way <laughs> thank you so much that's so easy to do <laughs> um yeah i can of course i i can add and i will speak about egypt as well but you know one of the things that you mentioned before as well was about diamonds and as we know diamonds are billions of years old and, and they're formed by a great deal of pressure intense heat and it's only then that they crystallize and we're told aren't we that it's these volcanic eruptions that then reveals the diamonds bring them to the earth's um, surface and so I think this is one of the things that's important there's been so much uh, around whether they're rare and you know are they really a girl's best friend and all, all of this and I think we have to set all of that into context and look at the truth of not only who we are but the truth of what we allow into our minds as well so I just wanted to add that to the conversation on diamonds and Anna spoke you know quite a bit already about the um, journey that we're taking to Egypt in 
October. Yes, and of course, there are many, many myths and legends around that. And one of the other areas that we connected with in terms of Nikola Tesla in uh, conversations that in the conversations that we had was his fascination I think I'm getting a red bar can you hear me? I can hear you I can hear you okay so one of the things we can hear you now great so one of the things that you know really brought us together as Anna said this started with a conversation that we were having about a dream that I had of being called to Egypt by the goddess Hachor and visiting her temple there in Dendera and of course this is something that I, I could have just held the vision of kept it to myself and booked a, a trip and just gone off and explored but in conversation with Anna we both realized that this was something that we wanted to invite other people to explore and enjoy with us and of course Nikola Tesla was very much had uh, uh, I won't call it an obsession but he had a a vast interest in uh, the Egyptian pyramids you know we we know these as one of the great wonders of the world however Tesla believed that they had a a more uh, mystical purpose a higher purpose if you like and he spent a great deal of his life and investigating what exactly that could be. And one of the things that we know is that he wondered if the pyramids were these giant transmitters of energy. Um, And this coincided, of course, with his investigations and his experiments into how to send energy wirelessly. And we know that he filed a pattern in the US about transmitting electrical energy through natural elements, through natural forces. And so it really brought together all of the ideas around alchemy for us. We know about the myths and the legends of Egypt, but with um, a sort of guiding eye, if you like, from Nikola Tesla, it, it just sparked the fascination even more. And it wasn't so much the shape of the pyramids but it was the location of the pyramids and as Anna mentioned that they do form this triangle um, uh, vortex of energy if you like for the throat chakra one of the uh, chakras of the world happens to exist there with um, along with Mount Sinai and so I'll speak about that a little bit more but of course we know that the ancient Egyptians believed that if you properly prepared for the afterlife, that your soul would become immortal. And we know that there's this quantum field, science has proven to us more and more. And so an individual's car, as the Egyptian called the soul, could not exist necessarily without this essential preparation for their their physical bodies as well. And for me, I think that was a real um, understanding of the connectedness that we have between physical 
and non-physical that they can happen almost simultaneously in the present moment which is why the breath is so powerful that while I can breathe I want to share those ideas about how we can heal and really live together more peacefully in unity however with the knowledge of um, with the accurate knowledge I should say of our historical past and of our cultural ancestors so I wanted to add that initially and Anna's already spoken quite extensively um, uh, about the program and I, I don't think we need to go into that here but what I do want to share is that when we are in Egypt on the 14th there will be a solar eclipse and that will be really powerful to experience as well I think it might even be while we're sailing under the stars on on the Nile itself in our own beautiful boat and so you know the throat chakra as I mentioned there's this uh, vortex of energy from the Great Pyramid of Giza, Mount Sinai and even uh, connecting us to the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem and one of the things I'm most excited to visit is one of the Coptic churches because it is long held that the Christianity of the ancients that's that was one of the very first churches as well as in Ethiopia as well and so with the throat chakra and these this vortex of energy really connects us to sacred geometry and the astrology that surrounds that Um, I've spoken before uh, about the uh, knowledge of the Dogon tribe from West Africa and that they were able to chart the journey of Sirius B long before the astrologers were able to do that in their physical realm. So this all fascinates me (laughs) um, because the throat chakra is one of the largest energy centres of Mother Earth. It just seemed really selfish to do this journey alone. And it makes far more sense that visiting these sacred sites that we have as many Uh, peace lovers with us as possible that feel called because this is clearly not a journey for everyone it's for if you do feel this is the right time for you then of course you're invited and I think just with so much else going on in in the world we are having this huge paradigm shift there's a great deal of chaos we've all experienced a great deal of chaos as well in the last few years and so this is uh, a way of um, coming to a place of zero if you like (laughs) and I think particularly as leaders and so I think particularly as leaders who are stepping into the quantum field and almost a daily level especially sharing ideas which are not particularly powerful that is stepping into the zone of the unknown and we have to refuel from somewhere (laughs) and what better place to do that what better place to reconnect with the truth of who we are to really tap into the the intelligence of the heart 
to speak with the language of the heart. And of course, the heart chakra is moving us up into speaking our truth from the throat chakra. And so this knowledge, this awareness is really what I think we are here to share and bring that to as many people as possible. Because, you know, it's just so fascinating that in this day and age, the polarisation still exists. And I want to ensure that we are living in a place of non-duality. And so each of the sacred sites, we have that opportunity to learn the history, the mythology, the spirituality, step into even more magic and miracles and really this is the way this journey has emerged as as Anna said the conversations that we've been having um, building our relationship birthed this experience that we are now inviting other people to join us on and in fact as we've done that more and more amazing magic and miracles has taken place with more people stepping in and and supporting and wanting to be part of this. And I think this is very much the energy, frequency and vibration that Nikola Tesla speaks of. However, it takes courage to act on these intuitions because, you know, the linear mind is what's perhaps much more supported in this current incarnation that we're all experiencing. And so as we Uh, step in more and more this gives other people the permission to choose the zone of the unknown for themselves and in that way we do create this groundswell of people who are hearing the call and supporting us uh, stepping into the throat chakra of the world if you like into one of the largest energy centres of Mother Earth And it also happens to be the only centre that is really of non-duality in that it is neither male or female. It's wholeness in itself. It's synergy and completeness in itself. And these sacred sites are all about empowerment and really speaking truth from uh, heart-centred leadership capacity and ensuring that we bring others to us. I know that sounds quite evangelical, however, uh, I do believe this is the call of our time and to have conversations of this kind. So yeah, back to you, Curious. I just wanted to add, uh, Curious, uh, when we talk about zone of unknown, you know, uh, because this is the zone where you innovate. And in line with Nikola Tesla, he was a great innovator. He was all the time tapping into the zone of unknown. He harnessed his dreams, and this is something that we have intertwined into the program as well. But especially, you know, when we talk about zone of unknown, everybody's using the term get out of the comfort zone. But, you know, subconscious mind likes a little bit of comfort and it will not act and change if it doesn't have a space that is inviting. And when you frame 
the word zone of unknown it's more adventurous more playful more innovative and it's so inviting to tap into that that's why we are also mindful of about how we use the words that are empowering people and we're going to talk about that especially in the building up relationships as one of our wisdom workshops that we will have intentionally in Egypt and just wanted to add that because that zone of unknown is very much needed for all of us to make this paradigm shift that we want to have and that we deserve to have as well and that is also utilizing your own potential so just wanted to add that um, back to you curious coming content any questions any anything you've been thinking about whilst ever and anna have been speaking sure um first of all uh, i think i want to return to the theme of uh, diamonds we're lucky if you're listening to in any of the 40 plus countries that we go out to to have two amazing diamonds with us on the uh, on the pod today um and i'm it raises a sense of curiosity for me um obviously curious anarchy we, we need to be curious so so my question is this um i think it was tesla that said you know you could light up the world with the hatred that you have and and clearly you two in very very different environments have maneuvered around the world around your environments finding love not hatred so i'm guess the question i want to ask and this is mainly for the people following on behind you the next ellas and the next annas and the next curiouses um what did you have in common in your experiences given that you came from very different backgrounds very different experiences what what did you share along the road before you met each other that led you to where you are now I would say the language of the heart, <laughs> the love language. It's something that you shared, at least from my perspective. And um, me coming from a country where we had a war, uh, and I was uh, participating, you know, I was part of, I went through that. I wasn't in a combat but you know uh, I, I experienced that on every level and every generation and my aim in life is to truly empower people to stop that horror that doesn't need to happen because we can build the communication bridges between different silences of consciousness we are capable of doing that of doing that but the only bridge that needs to be built up first that is communication between yourself listening and tapping into that zone of um, the intuition field the zone of innovation from that you can build bridges of communication around the world and that is through language of the heart the love of bridge and I yield my mic. I concur, of course. It's the language of the heart. And one of the things that 
and I think we do share that we do have in common is that when my father transitioned that put me on a spiritual path I say put me on I, I would probably say more invited to a spiritual path and really brought me to the space that I'm now over many many years of uh, researching being curious and investigating what worked for me and I think that is very much the heart connection because I do believe that our ancestors immediate or otherwise live on in us and as a daughter of the Caribbean if you like born in the UK that's very much uppermost in in my mind that in not in my lifetime but certainly in the lifetime of my cultural ancestors starting with the so-called discovery of the Caribbean islands which were already a landmass connected to the Americas the Caribbean became uh, a colony of, of first of all Spain and then later on the British, French and Dutch who then acquired a Caribbean territory so there is that historical aspect in, in, in terms of trauma that is intergenerational that we connect with on that level as well however I think more importantly is the transcendence of that and coming to a place of not only personal compassion but uh, a place of compassion for the world and the, the chaos and trauma that exists in, in many of us whether on the side of the perpetrator or not and I often say if your compassion doesn't include yourself it is incomplete and you know this was really the the guiding principle for me when I started sharing ideas and teaching meditation I had this big bold vision that we could create a United Kingdom peace department and so I started speaking to other people about that and quite quickly the Archbishop Desmond Tutu's foundation here in the UK invited me to be part of their mission for um, peace and resolving conflict in the world as well as the, the Gandhi Foundation and so I think it's really all of us hearing that call what is it in the world that breaks your heart and what do you think you can do about it because um, there is this poem that I, I, I share all the time it's by Drew, Drew Dillinger what did you do when you knew and it's answering that question because what would you want your great 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 grandchildren to know about you while, while the earth was burning while uh, live, the rivers were were dying what would you want them to know so we all have this personal responsibility and in a sense it's no one's fault but it's everyone's opportunity to resolve the challenges that exist 
in the world today and the way that we choose to do that is through the language of love through uh, businesses through you know collaborating where there's synergy with other impact entrepreneurs with impact investors and of course underestimated leaders because uh, you know many times in my life I've been underestimated and it's really having that courage each day to have those conversations that matter and I think this is where Anna and I are very much unique in that we know what's going on in the world and we have the courage to make the decisions that will have an impact for the next 13 to 25 generations to come. Um, I wonder if I might ask the pair of you, um, were people to attend with you in this amazing peace um, event you have in, in Egypt, what would you like people to take away from that? And what would you like people that can't attend to to grow with the knowledge of from your event? Themselves. And that they have ability of mindful listening that goes far deeper than active listening. When you do mindful listening, you listen first of all yourself. And we want that people truly bring themselves. But also understanding the level of personal responsibility to bring themselves out and also to plant the seed around themselves. And there is a this um, orgasmic appeal in personal responsibility and I need to find another term of that responsibility you know because that's a, sometimes it's like you know having that a little bit of like you know squeaky <laughs> uh, energy but you know honestly when you tap into that knowledge of personal responsibility what you truly need to do first of all within yourself and then also toward the world around you you have that definitely orgasmic experience and the motivation behind it you don't need to motivate yourself you don't need tools you just go you just do <laughs> no motivation there you just do it no five second rules no any techniques that you need to use for that because you have that orgasmic level of power within yourself that you wanted to do it uh, and when we talk about sense of purpose my authentic sense of purpose is self-discovery journey and on that self-discovery journey oh my god I have lots of small goals and but you know it, everything emerges out of that because there is no limitations in that purpose no one can take it away from you no matter where you go self-discovery purpose is all the time with you and honestly we wanted that you have that sense and when you tap and when you land in Cairo 
on that sacred land, on that sacred soil, I want that you have the same experience as I had when I first time landed in Egypt. As if I came home, I made a deeper touchdown within myself at the same time. Ella, back to you. Thank you so much and content. Yeah, great, great questions as well. I think my response would be that we are multidimensional beings and as such, the possibilities are infinite. So for those who would like to join us, there's an opportunity, it's an invitation if they feel called to be part of this transformational journey. And for those who feel that they can't at this time for whatever reason to know that they are already connected to us on a higher vibrational frequency because it would not have come into their paths to uh, be part of this conversation and of course this journey has evolved out of the peace lovers community and it's important to recognize that we you know we are connected on much deeper levels that are beyond non-physical we have that opportunity to do this through the audio connections through the voice that we've already made and we've done that we've been connecting with like-hearted leaders forging really strong uh, communication bonds and relationship bonds with the peace lovers community and experiencing some really profound personal growth as well as transformation over the last few years uh, we we have be- between us Anna and myself around 20,000 members in our house on uh, clubhouse and we impact many communities outside in in different ways and so the connection is always there whether Uh, you join us physically or you join non-physically there's always that opportunity to connect and the opportunities are really infinite to forge these bonds with like-hearted leaders and impact entrepreneurs and above all else it's that feeling of camaraderie because this is what I found for those even because you know the timing isn't right they might have other things already booked they're already supporting by sharing through their social media channels inviting their friends to be part of the journey that we're that we're doing and others who are joining us of course they're doing that as well and it's that opportunity I think for even more personal transformation as everyone tells me once you hit the soil of Egypt it feels like coming home and in fact a really great friend of mine Cicely who lives in Cairo and has done so for the past year um, visited en route to Ghana and realised that it's Egypt where she needs to be and it's, it's really fortuitous that we have Cicely there and also an amazing tour guide that Anna's con- connected to and this this is part of the magic and miracles so uh, Cicely is opening up to us opportunities for connection with other businesses 
and entrepreneurs who are really making a difference, particularly around regenerative villages and sustainability in that area. And I'm so excited uh, about that because it then means that we're bringing more peace lovers to the conversation about what else is possible. And that is the question of our time. We, we, you know, it's our calling to look at what's possible, to know that the possibilities are infinite. And in doing so, it's more than just physically being there. It's that opportunity for personal growth, as Anna mentioned before, we have the uh, amazing wisdom workshops, and it's elevating many of the essential virtues that we will be doing on a, a daily basis at the sacred sites. And then we get to bring all of that back, all of those learnings that ancient wisdom gained during that journey together to support the communities where we live and in fact uh, someone I know has uh, started a GoFundMe because they want to do exactly that they want to join the journey and bring the the information the knowledge the wisdom back to young people in a youth organization where they live so as I said the the opportunities are infinite and yeah we just want to continue asking the question what else is possible Mm, interesting interesting um one of the the key sort of things that i think that i pick up on from this this trip is um kind of how you've come together online but now you're kind of taking it into the real experience um and obviously we've had the pandemic over the last couple of years which has impacted people's mental health we've been isolated from each other we've um, you know been socially distancing um connection has definitely been something that we've we've missed and i think that it's come at the, the best time a great time for us all to you know consider being in person with other people um with family with friends with loved ones once again um I just wanted to share this quote just before we we wrap up. I know that we've been here just just about an hour now. Um, And I'd love for you, Anna and Ella, to to share your thoughts on this. This uh, African proverb, which I feel is is quite resonant with the topic today. Um, If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thoughts, please. Everything is said, <laughs> very simple. <laughs> but also, I can add to that there is a, a long study, 80 years study, uh, by Harvard University about adult development. And the conclusion of the study is that we are dependable and that our health depends on. How we relate to each other and I would say the quality of the relationships are truly important and when we talk about mental health I would say that Ella and myself are completely on that aligned on that because mental health is something that cannot reveal that limitless potential that Ella was speaking about but yes together 
and understanding that in that togetherness we need to plant the seeds for other people to join us no matter where that, where that light or that seed will grow up but yes very simple proverb and <laughs> so simple said I just wanted to add a little bit more but you know nothing needs to be added to that because you know Life is simple, solutions are simple. Sometimes our linear mind tends to expand that. But you know, simplicity is truly the solution. Yes, I echo that. It's simplicity itself. And of course, there's been so much research uh, taking place uh, around the world about how we relate to each other however i do think it does come back to the african philosophy of ubuntu and some of you may know that it's the nguni word from southern africa and it was the arch who popularized this and there's been many many uh, books even um, tech platforms and ux systems using Ubuntu now, but it is essentially a person is a person through other persons and, you know, wrapped up in ideas around connection, community, relationships, and completely the reverse of Descartes, I think, therefore I am. It is that we are all inextricably linked, all sentient beings, all life on earth, and when we view who we truly are in that sense then the imperative is that we all thrive and i think that speaks to the african proverb because of of course you can get far on your own however to go even further and to ensure that we do have a more beautiful world our hearts feel is possible we go together it's imperative that we um, release these societal programmings of separation of polarity based on whatever ism that may exist separation is not the natural order of life, connection, belonging, and wholeness is what will save this world. So that's my response. I really appreciate that. And um, just as a, a reflection, um, I think it was last week, might have been the week before, Anna was sharing something on social themes of division and it, it just really touched my heart to hear you speak those words to hear you speak so powerfully um, about how we can transcend these narratives and unite as a people as one people as a human race um, and i'm really appreciative of that I'm, I'm really grateful that we've had the opportunity to interview you um, today interview you both today Anna returning for the second time and Anna uh, sorry Ella returning from the, for the second time and Anna for the first time um, especially when we're talking about this, this trip that you've got planned ahead um, for those of you listening on Clubhouse the link is pinned above 
and for those of you listening around the world in the 50 or so plus countries um, the link is in the description um, and you can find out more detail there so uh, with that being said um, content do you have any final comments I just want to say thank you uh, to the two diamonds that were that joined us on the stage today and uh, I wish them all peace and happiness for the future Mahalo to both of you and to everybody here uh, in the audience listening lounge as well and my beautiful partner in love Ella <laughs> likewise thank you so much and uh, everyone knows I love to play Rihanna shine bright like a diamond at the start of my room so I'm really glad you picked up on that content it's been an honour a pleasure and a privilege to share this time with you all and for those of you who are listening in the listening lounge great to see you thank you for being here and for anyone that's listening in on the replay just know that we are already connected we are whole we are complete and the possibilities are infinite. We are multidimensional beings journeying together, walking in the footsteps of our cultural ancestors. So thank you all so much. And that's all we have time for today right here on Curious Anarchy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Curious Anarchy. It's not a podcast, it's a lifestyle.